listening to an episode of the Let's Netflix and Chill podcast hosted by Reese Chanson. The Brave Ones. Now, if we're going to have a chat about this show, we must honor African tradition, African uh, mythology, African voodoo, the things that made our ancestors what they are from the soil we come from. Now, this show is quite exceptional. It's done well. It's the most greatest shit I've ever seen come from the African continent in terms of film. I don't know if they are Western investors or Western writers, but what I know for a fact, this shit is fire. The graphics themselves are incredible. Of course, they all, there is always a few points there and they're like, man, they should have done that better. But the storyline as a whole is incredible. There's so many aspects, there's so many elements, there's so many plot twists that you don't expect. Now, the story follows this young, troubled, twenty-something-year-old lady who has a troubled past. She's a, she's a pickpocketer in a way, and she's trying to get her life on the right track. And she has a sister who's a powerful community activist who has her whole life ahead of her ahead of her, and her whole plan is to help the community of Ilanga, which is dealing with a lot of turmoil, a lot of corrupt businessmen, corrupt politicians, corrupt police are trying to take a piece of the community. They're trying to evict people from their land, from their homes, all to accommodate this enormous hotel some rich fellow wants to put up in this community. Now, this community itself has a lot of rich culture. Like, there are some old ancient artifacts buried in these grounds and these grounds somehow have some sort of integral part to the sacred tree of life like if this community is destroyed the tree of life suffers one way or the other it's almost as if the people of this community a rundown community with so many problems economically and socially are part of the chosen ones like they bring forth Generations and generations of great uh, traditional uh, healers, traditional doctors, traditional medicine men, the wise ones, whatever terminology you want to think of when you're thinking African religions and stuff like that. The Westerners will say African voodoo. Whatever terminology feels right for you, this show packs it all in a mean punch. Now, I'm not saying they have some Harry Potter stuff with magic in gym. Yes, there's some people with glowing eyes that look spectacular. There's a girl who can throw people like they're nothing. It's almost superhero-like. She's doing amazing Marvel stuff, like Marvel Comics type of power stuff. That's how great this is. This, it is amazing. The acting is amazing. The show, well-written, well-cast, just amazing. Now, there's some people that die along the show that I wish did not die. And there's some amazing scenes where people get burnt down in, in a car and they die. They go to the afterlife. But because someone is the chosen one, they somehow return into the realm of the living. So this is so packed. There's so many aspects of this. There's so many dopes of course i do have a problem but it's not really a big problem where they have people in the ancestral plane or in the land of the dead where they're painted in white it's traditional marking so it's pretty cool and otherwise 
I thought that was a weird twist, but it's weird because we're used to the modern side of what we expect to see people who are in the world of the dead. In American or Western film, you expect them to glow, but this is Africa. This is pure African culture. This is pure African mythology. So we're going to do things a way bit different. And if we're doing things way bit different, this is bound to happen. You're bound to find culture. You're bound to find why do Africans paint their faces when they're doing spiritual and, well, I don't know what's the right word. Powerful stuff, really. Why do they do that? It's part of the culture. It's part of the tradition. Now, this show packs a mean punch. Packed in a whole pile of society. They're, they're dimensional portals or realm portals. I don't know if I'm going to call them dimensions or realms. Like, they're portals to different realms. People seeing portals as their daily lives. And people are being reincarnated. So there will be a second season. By God, it has to deliver. Please, Netflix, do not mess this up. This is the first Af- Okay, there have been African shows. I've said they're amazing. Yes. This is- This year, y'all did it. Netflix did it. They're really packing a mean punch with these African shows that are well-written. They're competing, in my personal opinion, with these Western films, with these Korean films, these Japanese films, with these Norwegian. And I'm talking about film industries that I find quite revealing, quite beautiful. These French films, they do wonders. Now, these Africans, these South Africans are packing a mean Punch. They're delivering some of the best work I've seen in a long time. Now, the show is mainly spoken in Zulu. Of course, there's a bit of English there. But if you're one of those lazy people who doesn't like reading, you can always switch to a dub content where the whole show speaks English. Well, English, mamas. But if you really want to enjoy the powers or the, the personality, the brilliance of the actors or portrayal of these characters that were written down almost if they were written down specifically for these characters. You should listen to it in its original language. Its original Zulu language. Now, I know. When white people hear Zulu, they think, Oh, Shaka Zulu. The niggas with the spears. Don't be disrespectful to this African culture, fam. Now, I'm going on a cultural rant. This film is dope. As I was saying before I started going on whole African pride parade. <laughs> This is an amazing show. Now, this show follows Ntsike. That's how it's said. Now, Ntsike, Ntsike, follows this young lady who, like I already said, has a troubled life. You know, she's done some gangster stuff. Now, she's trying to pick up her life. She got a job at a restaurant. But the system, the corrupt system, whether it's the work, the society, the street, is always trying to beat her down. I don't know if it's beating her down because of her past. But this girl has gone through a lot. Now, if you're going to find out more about this when you're towards on the fifth and sixth episode, when you find out more about her path. But when it starts happening, you think this is some random shit happening to some poor girl. And you're wondering, why are these people cruel to this young lady? What did she do? Why is everything bad happening? Why is her sister dying? Why is her mother, not, not her mother, why is her have brother dying? Why is her father dying? Why is everybody die? Why is her boyfriend dying, man? Why? At first, you like people are. Her sister dies because of her. That's what you think, and then you find out in more detail. 
Her sister died because she was an activist and she was fighting against the system. And the politicians and the businessmen didn't like the influence he had on society, so they smoked her. They smoked her. Now, at first glance, you'd think they smoked her sister because of Ntike's crime doings while she stole a bracelet. And somehow she's a master thief. She is employed by her actual biological mother to steal her own bracelets, which she's not aware that they're her own bracelets. So that makes this thing holy moly amazing. So it's jam-packed with a lot of storytelling. Like there's extra layers and layers and layers and layers and layers and layers. Of story. Everything happens in this thing for some particular reason. There isn't a single character who's just there because it's entertaining to have them or because they're a gimmick. No. Every actor has a story. Every actress, pardon. Every actor, every actress in this thing has some sort of role in the long run of this show. The good guys become the bad guys and the bad guys become the good guys. It's just amazing. And, and the good guy, the lead protagonist, is confused who's the good guy, who's the bad guy. It's amazing. Everyone wants to steal power. It's a corrupt system. Even traditional doctors are corrupt. The police are corrupt. The government is corrupt. The community is corrupt because everybody wants a piece of something. It's an amazing story. By God, it's brilliant. It's the best thing I've seen in ages. Kudos to them. Now, I could go on in a rant. I think I could talk about the show for more than 20 minutes, but I won't do that. I do not want to spoil it. But I will tell you this. There's superpowers. There's people levitating by force or by choice, whichever feels better for you. There's people with glowing eyes that see things in the other realm. There's soul possession or bodily possession in a way. I, I don't know how to put it. There is a lot of death, gunfighting, stabbings, running, car chases, motorcycle chases, bike gangs. And did I say killing and stabbing? Oh, yes, I did. There's a lot of drinking. There's a lot of dancing and there's romance. This thing is everything. Every, there's drama. There's tears. There's laughter. There's horror. There's joy. There's Hope being crushed and hope being restored. There's a beautiful ending and there's a sad ending. And in the end, you're like, oh my God, is she going to live? Is she going to survive? Will she be blinded by revenge or will she help fix the society? Because she's the pillar. She's a goddess. Will she help society find refuge? Will she be what she's supposed to be. Will destiny unfold itself like it's supposed to be? Or will the chosen one, the brave one, follow the path of revenge and let it consume her while she may lose herself? Will, will the wrongdoers, will those that seek to do good by doing evil, that seek to take her power, succeed? Will she succeed in her mission? Or will they succeed in their mission? Ultimately, everyone has a similar mission. To spare the tree of life that brings magic to the both or the both realms. Either being the afterlife or the, the land of the living. The spiritual realm or the 
you know, when it comes to these realms, I don't know. The ancestral plane. I don't know what terminology to use. You can use the Wakanda terminology. It doesn't really matter. It's African stuff, man. It's a lot of times when we do African traditions, African mythology, it's always about the Egyptians. It's never about other traditions. It's never about, you know, there's so much rich culture. There's so many religions in Africa that have been cramped down to African traditional beliefs. And these beliefs are so different, so vast, so broad that we always cram them down to please the West or to please whoever. We've abandoned them as Africans. We've abandoned them as black people. We've embraced the Western beliefs. You're seeing redeemed, crazy, idiotic, demonic, witch. There's a witch hunt if you believe in your ancestors, if you believe what was before you were. There's scrutiny in the, in the streets. This show, in a way, brings that to light. There's sacrifices. There's a moment when a lady is trying to save her son by sacrificing someone's child. There's a moment or there's a backflip or there's a story being told about a woman who was given the choice to kill her own daughter. So her mother and sister and possibly her gain some mythical power. There's child abandonment. There's that. Oh my God, this show has everything, fam. There's business hungry people. There's kidnapping. Wow. This show has everything, fam. Everything you desire. Everything you seek. Awesome six minute episodes worth your every waking minute. I personally say go watch it. Mythical powers. Characters with the experience of truthful. And they're relatable. The real life issues. Of course there are powers and they're, you know, evil people and evil doers. But the way that they portrayed them, not everybody is a bad guy. They are bad guys. But not everybody's a bad guy. Like, the ultimate villains and the ultimate heroes all have a common goal. But they want to achieve it with different routes. One wants to destroy humanity. And one wants to preserve it. Now, one wants to preserve humanity's path may or may not lead to destruction of everything we know. Maybe destruction of all balance. But the one that wants to destroy the masses will achieve that. But you will achieve all world peace, all world balance. For who? If you have devoured, if you have let, if you allowed all the masses, all the people. The congregation, if you want to use that word, to go to their demise. It's really crazy. So this show is for teen viewers, old viewers, whatever viewership you feel like you want to watch this, you can watch this with your kids. I'm just saying it's amazing. It creates a lot of questions about people's powers, about our traditions and morals, what's important. Would you rather kill someone to preserve someone else you love? What length would you go to protect those you love? There's adultery in this thing, fam. <laughs> wow. 
sacrifices, adultery, murder, corruption, thievery, theft, crime, corruption. This show, mythology, I didn't, superheroes, it has everything for everybody. So, I will say this. We await season two. Will the people of Ilanga find refuge? Will Ntika survive being backstabbed? Will she lose all her powers? I don't know. Will the wise ones be reincarnated as well? Will they be moral? Because there is only a wise one at this current, I mean a brave one at this current moment. They are not ones. It says the brave ones, the first to come. I mean, there's more to come. Who are these more? Where can I find them? Well, that's it for me. Oh, what a show. Uh, we'll talk more about other shows and I cannot wait for the second season. We'll do a review on this when it comes out, if it comes out, but I'll be really pissed if a second season does not come up. I don't know if I'm jinxing it, but Netflix has a tendency of canceling shows I fucking love. Anyway, thank you for listening. Again, I said that. Anyway, adios, folks. Adios. Let your mind be your guide and let the mysteries of the world consume you.